game on. It's time for Wolverines Weekly. Conversations with WDC coaches and athletes. Let's hustle to it. Hello, happy Saturday. Welcome to Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. I'm CJ Baumgartner. Well, playoffs for the winter sports is beginning, and we're going to talk about wrestling. We're going to talk about boys' Nordic skiing as well, and Nordic ski coach Terry Olson is joining us when we come back. Time out. Wolverines Weekly will be right back. Play ball. Booyah! We're back with more Wolverines Weekly here on KWAD. Next up on Wolverines Weekly, we're talking with head Nordic ski coach Terry Olson. And coach, a lot's been going on with your program over the last uh, handful of weeks, so just fill us in if you can. Yeah, well, uh, we had the section meet uh, last week, and uh, our goal was always to improve. Uh, last year, we were uh, our girls were last, and this year we ended up second to last, so that, that was better. And our boys uh, had were 10th last year, and this year we ended up 8th. So we're, we did what we uh, were hoping to do. We got better, and, uh, and that's on the, uh, in the races. But uh, the main thing that I was looking at was uh, going into the season, we had uh, only four kids who had uh, skate skied before, and uh, so we had seven who had never skate skied before, although one was a hockey player, and that's an advantage. But uh, so he caught on right away, and uh, I was hoping that by the end of the season we'd have everyone uh, skiing in a race. And we did that in the middle of the season. So I was really pleased with that. And uh, even, uh, even several of the coaches commented that our kids uh, improved so much over the year. And this is, you know, like the Brainerd coach who they ended up fourth in state. So, you know, people notice, uh, coaches notice. So that, that was good to hear. But uh, we had a very good year. Um, our boys uh, <clears throat> will be missing our senior, two senior boys. Uh, Bjorn Brunsberg uh, finished 28th at uh, the section meet. And last year he was 38th. And not only was it important that he did that well, it was important because we actually were in the tiebreaker for eighth, and uh, uh, Bjorn beat St. John's Preps number one kid, and that's the tiebreaker. So he did he did double good that day. <laughs> <laughs> and for for that to to see that improvement in your team, just uh, how fun is that for you to to see everybody learning and picking up this kind of new sport and new program with Wadena Deer? Oh, Creek? it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. In fact, uh, for me, that's the main thing that counts. The kids keep improving, and I was I was surprised last year. We had two kids who never really got it. And this year, you know, like I said, in the middle of the season, they all kind of got it. And then by the end, they were so much better. 
And so what does the, the future look like and what is your hope for the Nordic ski program in the years to come? Well, mainly just to keep getting better. Um, we we want to provide a, a, a sport where kids can uh, have fun in the winter and stay in shape. Um, and it's the, the meets, they're... There's some that are just classic only, some that are just skate only. Um, there's different divisions and everything. So it's, uh, and we started out, excuse me, <coughs> started out with a relay meet. And, uh, and uh, Bjorn and Grant Nelson did a really good job there. They finished uh, 11th out of 24 and just coming out of the gate, so that was good. Um, here I go again. <coughs> but uh, I do want to mention our, our uh, number one girl, uh, Lydia Oldekowski. Uh, she's a ninth grader. Um, she improved a lot. And she kept trying, uh, kept trying to get better, and that's that's the important thing. Because in order to get better, you have to do harder stuff, and uh, more physically demanding stuff, and uh, that's kind of hard to do. But uh, um, you know, she she's doing it, and she did it, and. Uh, uh, she had a real fine season. And how fun is that too? Not just that she had a great season, but also that she's a freshman and you can get to see her develop now as the years go on. Well, now, you know, she's got the, and Grant Nelson is the same, basically. Uh, they've got the general uh, idea down, but now they have to take it to the next level where they're, uh, they have to be a little bit more fit, and uh, they have to, I don't know if, if the right word is to dig down deeper earlier, but uh, in order to, to advance to the ne next level, that's what you got to do. And that's also a part of the next evolution of the program. Like you said, is p getting people to learn the game and get and, and the sport and getting them to know it and then being able to build further, like you said, and dig deeper into all that stuff. And with the future of this uh, Nordic ski program, is there ever a number you want the, the number of participants to get to? Or is it just kind of whoever we get, we get? Or what are your hopes well, for that? Well, right now it's, it's, it's kind of whoever we get, we get. Um, many of the of the programs in our section and pro programs throughout the state, they have an, uh, a little kids feeder program. And this is not done by the schools, this is done by uh, the local club. And they provide skis and, well, we're not in that situation. So um, we kind of do what we can with uh, limited, uh, capabilities, I guess I should say, but uh, the most important thing is to get out there and have fun skiing in the winter. And that's the important part, like you said, is making sure that they're able to get out there, do an activity for some of those kids who basketball, hockey, wrestling might not be the activity they want to do. And how fun is it for you just to offer up that that 
platform for people who want to do that? Uh, I, it's the main reason that we have the program. Um, but I, I do enjoy it. I remember uh, talking to the superintendent last year, and he said, well, uh, how are the kids doing? He said, are they having fun? Yeah, I said, well, I am. He said, well, I knew you would. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, hopefully hopefully, I uh, follow through or uh, they catch on to my love for it. And for those who don't know, just talk about how what's practice been like for your team this year? What did you guys have to do in all of this stuff? Where did you practice and how did you guys improve? Well, it started... Uh, um, we had we had uh, enough snow after the first week of the season. Actually, the first week of the season, we had a big dump of snow, and uh, but we didn't we di- we didn't go out where it was groomed. So we went out, and uh, it was really wet snow, and I call it uh, clump skiing. You know, where the clump of snow sticks to the bottom of your ski. (laughs) (laughs) So it was kind of more like uh, uh, being on long snowshoes. (laughs) (laughs) So that was kind of fun. Um, And then, uh, but we did go to uh, Detroit Lakes because they have uh, Detroit Mountain. And they make snow there. And the bottom of the hill... um, their Nordic team was able to use it, and uh, they invited us along. So we came down uh, a couple days a week until we got our snow. And uh, uh, if it was really cold, we went to the Maslowski and uh, used their uh, cardio stuff. And uh, w- But we also did stuff at the high school on the indoor track. Um, but mainly this year we were able to ski pretty well uh, all year. Um, Jeff Brown grooms the the uh, golf course for skate skiing, and that's really been great. We've probably been out there two, three times a week. And uh, then once, probably once a week, uh, we would go to uh, Brainerd to the Arboretum because they have lit trails. Plus, they have hills. <laughs> and, you know, if you're into fitness, you got to do some stuff on hills. So, but we did that once a week. I kind of liken that to a, uh, a basketball team who plays two or three games a week. We skied in a meet once a week, but then we went to Brainerd. Um, so that, that was about the same amount of time that those those other uh, sports do. Sure. So uh, we did a lot of different things. We went to Black Grove. Uh, Denny Berry grooms that. Um, and uh, we did uh, probably not as many sessions uh, classic skiing as last year, but uh, um, it was pretty nice. We're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head Nordic ski coach Terry Olson. And, Coach, thanks for taking the time to come in and talk with us about your season throughout the year, and uh, we really look forward to seeing what it's going to look like next year. Well, thank you.
there was Coach Olsen, and really fun to see some of these newer programs start to grow. We've talked just with Coach Olsen about Nordic skiing, and we're going to talk later with Coach Wollum about the girls' wrestling team and their growth as well. So really excited to see some of these new programs get to go, along with our other established sports for Wadena Deer Creek as well. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we'll chat with head boys basketball coach Kevin Toomberg and a whole lot more other coaches on Wolverines Weekly. Don't go anywhere. Wolverines Weekly will be back in a moment. We're back with more Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. Welcome back to Wolverines Weekly, and we're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head boys basketball coach Kevin Toomberg. And coach, just give us the latest if you can. What's been going on the last week with your team? Yeah, so uh, last Friday night, uh, Pillager came to town for a boy-girl doubleheader. Um, and we got to follow up a, a great finish to the girls game. Uh, they, they won in overtime, a uh, exciting, great game. Um, and then, uh, for us, we, we took care of business with Pillager. Um, you know, I think we, I can't remember for sure what the final score was from last week, but, uh, we played really, really well. Uh, we knew phys- physically, uh, Pillager was going to be looking to bring it to us. Um, and, you know, and we were able to, to match their physicality, which was something that, uh, we had talked about the first time we played them over at their place. They kind of beat us up a little bit. Uh, in the first half, we found ourselves in a little bit of a hole and had to come back and win in overtime. Um, but just knowing that and being ready for it right off the get-go, uh, life was good. Um, fast forward to this week. On Tuesday, we had a um, we hosted Sabika, and it was kind of a weird day with um, the potential weather coming and everything going on where they moved up our start time to a, a 4.30 start with just varsity, uh, no lower levels. Um, and, the, and the boys played really, really well. Um, Tabika uh, just having kind of a, a tougher year, um, but the boys just kind of know that no matter who we're playing and what the opponent is, no matter what the record is, um, you've got to always be ready because at any, you know, we're not any uh, professional team here. At any point, we can be beat and uh, we can be um, upset or whatever you want to call it, where the boys were focused and ready to go, um, got to a, got out to a huge lead at halftime, and we were able to, to rest some guys that normally play a lot, a lot of minutes, and we were also able to get in a lot of guys that normally don't get to see a lot of minutes. So it was a fun all-around game. A lot of guys got a lot of minutes, uh, and it was just a, a good win. And tonight we head over to Monaga uh, for another Park Region matchup. And talking about that game against the Braves, what are you guys going to have to do to get the win? Yeah, uh, Monaga is one team. Um, it kind of started there. We played them at home early January, um, and that win kind of propelled us on a little bit of a, I think that was our seven-game win streak. Um, you know, and it kind of got us refocused. Uh, I remember specifically that was a game that uh, we as a whole team, as a coaching staff, felt like we didn't play to our ability at all. Um, and it was kind of a, a somber feeling in the locker room after the game that, you know, we won and guys were kind of happy we won. But at the same time, uh, we were very frustrated and disappointed in our own effort. Um, you know, looking at Monaga, a team that's averaging close to the mid to upper 50s in points, and we gave up 70 or 69 or whatever it was to them where, um, we just knew we could do a lot better, um, so we were a little frustrated with ourselves, but I uh, really took it to heart and went on the long uh, a run. Um, so tonight, I think just to be to be focused and to know that uh, you know, kind of at this point in the season, now we're a little bit different team than we were in early January, um, you know, and just come out with the same the same mental focus that we've had the last few weeks, and uh, really share and move the ball, get up tempo, and play hard nosed defense, and hopefully things can go our way. 
And you mentioned that Monaga game. You guys have been 10-3 and since that point. A really, like you said, big propeller for your team this season. What has the team done really well in the stretch, and especially in recent weeks as you guys try and build towards the postseason? Um, one thing that, uh, I mean, not one thing, but we have a lot of different things that we, uh, we really know that uh, we got to kind of sew up just to get ourselves ready for the playoffs. Um, you know, we have a, we have a lot of uh, a fantastic athletes. Um, you know, not only just basketball skill, but they're just overall athletes where um, being able to just kind of zone in on some of those different, um, you know, flaws, I suppose we could call them, or things where we're struggling with. Uh, and we've really, you know, kind of zeroed in on those in practices, uh, specifically like on offense, moving the basketball, moving without the basketball, like just our overall movement um, on offense has been a big emphasis. Um, teams that maybe saw us early in the year or, if we re watch film on ourselves early in the year, um, we're kind of embarrassed based off of uh, how we look compared to what we look like now. Um, and we're not perfect, and we're not exactly where we want to be yet even. Um, but that's just one of those things where um, we've just kind of really got into get into the boys' heads and get them to believe and to see that, hey, when we all the stuff we're talking about, about cutting hard and moving without the ball and sharing the ball and moving the ball around and quick passes and whatnot, um, you can see this is effective. I mean, look how it's working, and we're on, like you said, a a ten and three little win streak or a little run here, where things are obviously working in our favor. Um, another thing is we've talked a lot about just being a, a gritty team defensively. That you know nobody's going to ever just give us or gift us a win. That we got to go out there and earn it on the defensive end. Um, and we've taken a lot of pride, uh, even in some losses, like playing the the Henning of the world, uh, where they got some really talented players. We take a lot of pride that. Um, defensively, we held Henning um, below their season average and a lot of their players below their season averages um, where guys are starting to believe now that taking pride in the defensive end um, not only is going to help us get a lot of wins, but it's also going to help create our offense and our up-tempo style of play. So uh, a lot of things have just kind of been clicking and uh, good things are happening in practice and it's translating to a game. So we're hoping to keep it up for the last stretch of the season here and in the playoffs. And the last stretch of the season, obviously we talk about the Monaga game, they're a Section 8 AA team, but then also to finish out your season, you have games on other 8 AA opponents like Dilworth, Glendon, Felton, you got to go to Frazee, and then playing Park Rapids area. How important is that stretch for you guys, and what are you going to have to do in those games to try and uh, try and get where you want to be in Section 8 AA? Yeah, uh, you know, if you take a, take a look from the outside looking in, you know, some people might say, oh, Wadena's got an easy easy finish to their schedule here with DGF being the only team with a winning record. Um, everybody else is below 500 and blah, blah, blah. But uh, really when you look at it, uh, there's no cupcakes. Uh, with Monaga being not only a conference but also a section opponent tonight, um, they've been playing pretty well and they can score the ball in a hurry where we don't play solid all around. We could easily lose tonight. Um, looking at next week, uh, Savika, I know that that should be that's a game that we kind of think we should be able to take care of, but uh, with DGF on Friday, DGF sitting right at the top of the section where uh, we're going to really find out how we stack up after that game. Uh, and then the following week when we have Frazee and Park Rapids are both teams that are kind of sitting towards the bottom of the section. Uh, but at the same time, I mean, both of them uh, play a lot of great teams. I mean, Frazee being the Heart of Lakes, they're playing Perham twice and DGF twice and Holly twice and Pelican twice and so on, where they're really battle-tested and their record maybe doesn't show it, but they're having to play a lot of great teams. Uh, and Park Rapids the same. They're really bolstered up their schedule where um, they're not playing just some teams that are really, really bad. They're, they're playing a lot of great competition and just unfortunately are, are losing those games. So those are all uh, huge games kind of also from the standpoint of 
just final seeding. Um, you know how the QRF works where the 2A wins or 3A wins mean a heck of a lot more than the single A win um, where we got to make sure we take care of business on those days and on those games to make sure we get the, the highest seed we're capable of getting. We're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head boys basketball coach Kevin Toomberg. Coach, appreciate the time and look forward to talking with you again next week as we get closer and closer to seeing where you guys end up in that Section 8 AA tournament. Yes, thank you, CJ. We talk about that playoff race heating up in 8AA boys basketball, but playoffs are happening a week sooner on the girls' basketball side, so why don't we check in with them? Next up on Wolverines Weekly, we're talking with head girls' basketball coach Jordan Cressip and coach Phyllis in. What's it been like last week with your team? Yeah, um, we uh, we had a tough one on Tuesday against uh, Monaga. Um, you know, we just had a poor start. We kind of battled our way back a few times, but um there was just kind of a stretch there in the second half where we had i think four turnovers in a row that led to layups on their end and you know against a good team like monaga they turn turnovers into, into points real fast and um you know we, we had a, a much better effort the second half but it just wasn't enough against uh, a very solid monaga team and um we've got sabika here tonight uh for our parents and senior night so crazy how the season's winding down already and another game, too, that we didn't get to talk about on last week's program was that overtime thriller against Pillager. And just talk about how fun of an experience that was and uh, and what your team did to get the win. Yeah, that was a fun one. That was uh, that was definitely one of the highlights of, of the season was, was pulling that one out. It was a great game back and forth. They were hitting shots. We were hitting shots. Um, you know, we didn't execute perfectly. We didn't do um, everything perfectly. We had some... Some, some lapses and some turnovers there towards the end, but it's just just awesome to, to have a great close game and have some different players step up and hit some big time shots and and really you know just not be afraid to fail you know in a, in a big time game like that and obviously to have you know Peyton who's just kind of a relentless worker for us all year to have it pay off with the offensive rebound and a, and a putback you know to win at the end is is incredibly exciting and and you know got the girls going and laughing and. And having fun with it, which is kind of what we needed at that point in time. And, you know, you talk about that, not being able, uh, afraid to fail and, and being willing to go out and try it because at the end of regulation, you guys tried to get that final shot. It just didn't quite work out and ended up going to overtime and then had that time again with uh, a last-second play in overtime. Do you think that having that one earlier in the game helped or did you think that it didn't matter they were locked in on that last one no matter what? Yeah, I think they were locked in, you know, no matter what. Um yeah, the you know didn't didn't work out in regulation, but you know we uh, we were able to put it to to overtime and and give ourselves another couple chances there, and you know we had a great crowd and um, you know things kind of kind of worked out. They were throwing different defenses at us that we haven't seen really ever, so um, we kind of just had to you know go on the fly and adjust on the fly and um, you know find you know take whatever the t- defense gave us, and and that ended up being you know the Gravels, you know there's that second half and that overtime when they took away the Karstens, and um, they stepped up big time. And another event that also happened that week that we didn't cover on last week's program was Maddie Karsten getting her 1,000th career point. Uh, what was the feeling like in the gym, and how special of a moment was that? Yeah, incredibly special, especially, you know, considering Maddie's circumstances the last couple of years. She's had a couple devastating ish- injuries, you know, um, injuries that take a lot of time and dedication to recover from. And, and that's exactly what she did. You know, she was, um, uh, hurt and, and out, you know, um, you know, most of her, 
her sophomore year. She played, I think, three games, and then all of her junior year, obviously. So, um, you know, despite her being out, she was still committed to the team. She was still around. She was still involved with what we were doing and engaged with what we were doing. So, um, you know, to see, you know, to see her um, her efforts paid off with, with that incredible milestone, uh, with everything that she's been through and all the work that she's been put in, it's pretty pretty cool. And now fast-forwarding to tonight's game against Sabika. Like you said, it's senior night, parents' night, all that good stuff. Uh, what do you guys do on that night to kind of honor uh, those players and parents, and what are you going to do? Yeah, we, we combined both both parents' night and senior night into one night, um, and last home game here. Um, you know, just to, just to honor our parents, you know, they've, they've done a, a great job in, in supporting our team and supporting their, their kids throughout uh, their basketball careers and um, – you know, it's it's a lot of time, it's a lot of commitment, it's a lot of sacrifice for for parents and for everyone involved, and and you know that kind of just you know, you know, goes right into our our senior night, and um, we got to honor our two seniors, Madison Carson and, and Allie Pavic, for for everything that they brought to the to the program and, and to the team, and um, we got to really just you know recognize recognize those two. They've been awesome all throughout, and we can't thank them enough. And last question for you here, coaches. You guys have the matchup against Sabika, but then you have one game on the road next week at Barnesville, and then the regular season is over. So in these final couple games and in the final week or so of practice as you get ready for the postseason, what are some areas you think that you're doing really well at, and what are a couple areas where you think you guys need to tighten up on if you want to try and win a game or two in the postseason? Um, I would say the biggest thing we got to improve on is just putting a full 36 minutes together. Um, you know, we've we've gone, you know, a few minutes here and there where we just kind of kind of fall apart. So we got to have that ability to, to bounce back and, um, you know, recover from a turnover or a missed shot or a missed layup or a missed assignment on defense and, and really just play the next play. You know, it's, uh, it's not easy to do, but that's, that's something we got to keep doing. And, um, you know, we got to be there for each other as a group and, um, and rally around um, each other when, when those, those situations happen. And so, uh, we're going to be challenged here tonight. We're going to be challenged next Thursday, that's for sure. And uh, you know, going into playoffs, obviously, we got to be, we got to stay completely together. You know, um, as a, as a group, as a unit, and um, that's kind of the, the big focus there. We we do a good job of of playing unselfishly and uh, rebounding the basketball. I feel like is has been a strength of ours. You know, throughout, especially you know, us be kind of, us kind of being a smaller team. Um, you know, we just got to find ways to, to really dig in and um, and play some defense and take care of the ball when, when times are, are really, really tough. And then we got to find find some uh, consistency off of our bench as well. So, yeah, we got plenty to work on, but plenty to, you know, still be proud of and um, keep building on as we move into playoffs. We're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head girls basketball coach Jordan Cressip. Coach, best of luck, and we look forward to talking with you next week as we already start to preview some playoff basketball. Yeah, sounds good. Thank you, CJ. That's Coach Cressip, and yeah, like he said earlier, it's crazy to think that we're already talking playoffs for girls basketball and look forward to seeing what matchup that they could draw by the time their season is all said and done the next time we talk next week. We're going to take a quick break because we still have plenty more coaches to get to, and we're going to talk with head wrestling coach Brad Woolham about girls' individual section tournaments, about the boys' section team tournament, and a whole lot more. Also, head hockey coach Scott Woods and our Wolverine Player of the Week, Connor Davis, all coming up on Wolverines Weekly. 
We'll be right back with more insight from players and coaches after the break. Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. Your home for Wadena Deer Creek Athletics is KWAD. Here's more Wolverines Weekly. Next up on Wolverines Weekly, we're talking with Wolverine head wrestling coach Brad Wollum, and we're talking to him ahead of the team's Section 6A playoff matchup. Coach, just talk about how you're feeling heading into this game, and what are you looking forward to? Um, it'll be a tough road. Uh, you know, we're going to face Bertha Hewitt, Verndale, Parker's Prairie the first round, and uh, they're definitely a, a state you know contender uh, team. Um, so it'll be a be fun to wrestle them a second time here and head-to-head competition to see kind of where we stack up um, versus where we, you know, uh, wrestled them earlier in January. Um, so it's just kind of a nice yardstick to see where we're at. Um, you know, it would be a long shot for us to even advance to the next round, but uh, I think, you know, it's a good, it's a good measure for our team and it gives our team a uh, good experience to kind of get a taste of what the what it's like and just you know, set goals for years to come. And you mentioned that playing a team like Bertha Hugh of Verndale Parker's Prairie and trying to see where you stack up. What specifically are you looking for in that first round playoff matchup out of your team? Um, you know, I guess just kind of, I, you know, I'll, I'll bring the results with uh, that from the last time we, we dueled them and just kind of see, okay, you know, last time these two kids wrestled, uh, maybe we lost by five or something. Maybe we can get it to, uh, within one or maybe make it a win on our side. Um, you know, just little things. Even if a kid got pinned in the first period, you know, maybe he gets pinned again, but in the third period, just anything that shows progression. Um, that's all we're really looking for. Uh, you know, we're just, we are outmatched. Um, it, it, so it'll be a tough road for us to you know, gain some team points. So even some losses can be good losses in a sense. Sure, sure. And so with this playoff matchup, how do you compare it to coaching uh, just at a a dual meet in the season? Or how does that compare now into this playoffs? Do you do things a little bit differently or does it pretty much go business as usual for you? Pretty much business as usual. Um, It's probably even less so less of a a thought, I guess, now that, um, you know, we've already seen them and, you know, we've already kind of had our lineup, you know, shifted around and stuff. So right now we're pretty much our lineup is what our lineup is. Um, There's really no fooling around, I guess. And, you know, there might be changes when it comes to the individual tournament on the 25th, but that's technically a separate tournament. So, um, but as far as the team stuff, it, it's just business as usual. You know, here's our 14 guys. There's their 14 guys, and let's just uh, let's just go have fun. And what's your message to the team? Is it more of that, like, hey, just go out, have fun? Is it like, let's work on some things, let's do whatever? What is that uh, thing you're going to tell the team when you uh, get ready for that matchup? The message has been basically let's have fun. You know, uh, we, we've been a team. It's been a long, you know, 16 or. 17-week season now, and just kind of like, okay, we've come this far. You've all made it through. Uh, everybody's been injured and sick at some point in the season. You know, nobody's quit. Um, you know, I'll be bringing all the 7th through 12th graders with, um, boys and girls, doesn't matter. Um, officially, only 21 of them get to weigh in on, you know, dress for tonight's event. But uh, to me, that doesn't matter. You know, I think every kid should come with. They're part of a team um, and just you know, be there with them and watch and uh, just have fun because it's, 
just all about having fun here uh, to finish off the season. And with the girls' wrestling tournament happening last weekend, just talk a little bit about some of those results and uh, obviously with Faith Koning getting to uh, advancing to the state meet, but what else went on during that meet? Uh, that was super fun. Uh, it was great to see how how many more girls were at the section tournament this year versus last year. Um, so they the there's kind of two tournaments going on at one time. Um, it's kind of tough to explain. I won't explain it here over the radio, but uh, but basically the, the amount of girls doubled, uh, which is really fun to see. And it was just uh, there's you know really good competition. You're seeing girls that. You know, it's just kind of fun to see small schools from rural Minnesota compete head-to-head with uh, the big metro schools, and it's everybody's race, uh, which is really, really cool to see. And Faith really performed well. Um, she was a two-seed coming into the tournament, and she lived up to her seeding. She took second, um, and Madeline Gallant uh, had, a, had a good tournament. You know, some some tough girls at her, her weight class this year, so which is disappointing, you know, not to return to state, but... You know, she ended her career on a win, you know, going to get in third place. So that's something that not many people can say they've done, has ended their last match with a win. And then um, Kaylee Endress and Katie Leesburg, they they battled pretty tough. They, Kaylee and Katie both had the largest brackets of the tournament. Um, so it was it was a long day for those two girls, but they did really, really well. And what does it say just about this tournament, how well your girls' team did, just about the future of girls wrestling through the state and also for WDC? I think it's looking really bright. You know, uh, Coach Ben and I, you know, we, we drove the girls down to Sartell, and then, you know, of course, on the way home, we stopped for food and stuff like that, just to celebrate a little bit and just talking with the girls, like, okay, you know, let's let's set a goal. Like, uh, you know, last year, um our goal is, you know, obviously go from one girl to four girls. Well, then we had five girls. Um, and now we're like, okay, let's uh, let's get to eight girls next year. So then all the girls are kind of like scheming, like, oh, I think this girl should, you know, try it or that girl. So they're like really, you know, the girls are doing a lot of the legwork, which is really nice. Um, and we're learning a lot. Uh, you know, there's just uh, there's different aspects um, of the sport. And when you view it from a male lens and a versus a female lens, there's, there's definitely things. Um, and even the referees talking to them at the section tournament, they're really struggling with how to how to ref uh, female wrestlers. And that's simply because they're a lot more flexible. <laughs> they can get in situations that many boys can't, uh, which is, and if you're not familiar with wrestling, they, they can stop a match. If a move looks like it's going to be potentially dangerous, uh, you know, it's going to impact wrestler. And with the girls, uh, since they're more flexible, the, the rest are struggling, like when and how, how to call this because it's just that new. Um, so, but the girls have done a great job. Uh, they're we have a goal next year to have eight eight Wadena Deer Creek uh, Wolverine female wrestlers, and I think that's going to be a very uh, very big thing. So. One last question for you is when is that girls meet going to take place? And just for people wondering, can you give them a little more information on that? So uh, the Minnesota State High School League Tournament is March 2nd, 3rd, and 4th. Uh, the Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, the first Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And the girls wrestling, uh, where Faith will be wrestling, will all be on that Saturday. Um, so she's uh, in an eight-person bracket. 
and they'll wrestle all the way uh, sixth place and up uh, placing. So um, <clears throat> she'll she'll have to wrestle like a true bracket and everything like that. So uh, that's hers is all on. They call it Championship Saturday or Saturday. I think it's March third this year. So or March fourth. We're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head wrestling coach Brad Woolham. Coach, thanks for giving us the time, and best of luck as you guys get through these team and individual playoffs. Yeah, thank you very much, CJ. That was Wolverine head wrestling coach Brad Woolham sharing a bit about his team on the boys' side getting ready for section team tournaments, and then as well with the girls' individual wrestling that happened last weekend, as well with Faith Koning being the Wolverine representative in the state tournament. Well, now let's go from the mat and let's go to the rink and check on the boys' hockey team. On Wolverines Weekly, we're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head boys hockey coach Scott Woods. And, Coach, if you can, just give us the latest on what's been going on last week with your team. Uh, well, let's see. We, it's early this morning. We got back late last night. Um, we drove to uh, Cambridge Isanti last night, and uh, that's a team we added on the schedule just knowing they were a good quality opponent. Um, somebody who would, you know, kind of test us as far as speed, you know, a lot like Providence Academy earlier in the year, maybe not quite that same speed, but very good team, a team that we figured, you know, if we do well in the playoffs and can get to the semifinals, it's the type of team we're going to play. So I think it was really good for us. Um, crazy back and forth game. I mean, it was really a, kind of a wild one. It ended up, um, you know, they ended up with an empty netter, but I mean, it was, you know, a one goal game back and forth. Like uh, in the third period, I think we went in and it was 4 2. I mean, it got to 4 3, 5 3, 5 4, 6 4, 6 5. It was just one of those crazy games back and forth. So I, I you know, ended up not winning it, but I think that challenge of that speed was good for us. Um, again, so that was, you know, uh, last night, Thursday, and then tonight we. You know, hopefully the kids don't have school, so you have to sleep in, and we have to drive all the way up to Red Lake Falls tonight. So that'll be a test. Um, and then earlier in the week, I guess I missed that. Uh, we played Wilmer at home and got a nice win at home with an eight-four win over them with a section opponent. So that was important for us too. And talk about that experience of, of getting to play a team like Cambridge Isanti. You talk about the speed, but also just, uh, like you said, we've talked about this all season long of the schedule and getting those tougher teams and kind of gets them to raise their play a little bit and did you see that with those guys i think it does and i just you know i think it's tough because you want to win as many as you can you know it's not all about playoffs by any means but i just think bringing your game to another level the, the kids ultimately want that chance to do well in the playoffs and we all know no matter where you're seated you can lose the first game or you can pull things off and and you can make it a long ways and i think a lot of it comes from that you know i've tried to share the kids experiences we've had with we've been the number one seed and made the state tournament uh, more than once and and we've been a five seed and, and it was a losing record and made the state tournament and a lot of that season was games like this you know we we were challenged we were pushed we didn't always win them but when push came to shove in playoffs we, we found a way to win and I, I just think sharing those experiences with the kids as best we can you know when we say we we could have 20 wins this season without a doubt we could have a schedule um you know that's built around winning and um I think we have a nice balance. You want to make sure you're winning for confidence, but you've got to push yourself against teams that are faster. And, and again, that game really could have gone either way. It's it's not like we went and played a team that took it to us. Uh, shots ended up even. 
uh, they just got some bounces to go their way and we didn't. Um, you know, I, I just think through a lot of years of experience doing this, those are really important games, you know, instead of heading into the playoffs, you know, playing a team that we beat 10 to nothing and then being shocked when you get to that first game and a team just blows by you. And now as you get ready for playoffs, you have one more game, like you said, against Red Lake Falls, having to go up there and get that game out of the way. And then the regular season is over with. To get that win, to finish off the regular season, what are you guys going to have to do? Well, we're going to have to find some energy. You know, it was, uh, again, last night. By the time I got to my house, it was probably 1.30 in the morning. I'm up and at school today, but uh, the kids, fortunately, have the day off. So they're going to get some rest. But we're going to get up and drive two and a half hours up there. So... You know, it was a lot of it was making sure they ate well after the game last night, you know, try and get some extra rest. And it's just going to be, you know, digging deep and finding some energy against a, a pretty good team. You know, they've won a lot of games and, you know, they're a team that only runs two lines, but it's going to be a lot like playing Kitts and they, they have two guys that are in the top five in the state scoring. And, um, you know, it's, it's, you know, we'd love to totally shut them out, but it's more about limiting those guys. And, and the matchup's a little bit tougher when they run two lines like that. Um, we'd have a, a tough time doing that today after, you know, playing last night. So I think it's just everybody's got to come to play. Uh, they're just going to have to dig deep and find a way. And, and um, again, I think that's a another playoff atmosphere type thing. You know, you're going to have times when you're tired, you're, you're gassed going into that third period of a game, and you got to find ways to, to see what you have left in the tank. So, um, you know, our guys have responded well when we've had to play the next day. You know, we did that with Kitson going up there last week after playing the night before, and, I think uh, this group's very competitive and resilient, and, and I think hopefully we'll find a way to, to go up there and get a win. Now, when we talk next week, you guys will have already had a playoff game underneath your belt. So uh, as you guys get ready for that section tournament, where do you think you're going to stack up? Who do you think you're going to play? And just what does this team need to do to go on that playoff run? Well, <laughs> you know, our seating we, we do this morning. We'll probably know by noon today. and. Um, we're definitely in a, in a battle between a three and four seed. Um, Northern Lakes is the team that we split with. Uh, we feel like we're three. They feel like they're three. I think it's going to come down to coach's vote. Um, we have a couple of common opponents that we beat that they didn't. Uh, but then last night they, they were able to beat Detroit Lakes who hasn't lost many games, you know, and you know, whether or not many of the other coaches know they had three of their top forwards out Detroit Lakes did, but a win's a win, you know, and, and that might help in their favor. But um, I think it's going to be close that way. And, you know, if we end up three, we're looking at playing Wilmer. If we end up four, we're looking at playing Morris Benson again. And Morris Benson's a tough first round. You know, they just, they're a team that worked hard and, and, you know, you you can't take a shift off. They don't usually have too many flashy guys, but they just, they're well coached and they work hard. And, um, you know, there's a good chance that's who we could be playing that first round. So we're just going to have to be ready to come play and, and uh, do some things well, but we'll know uh, by this afternoon and we'll start studying film with whatever team we're playing and be as prepared as we can. And then, uh, you know, we tell the kids when it comes to playoffs, we pretty much taught you what we can, you know, it's on you now to go out and perform and give your best effort and be prepared and let the chips fall where they may. We're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head boys, hockey coach, Scott Woods coach. Thanks for the time. And we'll talk to you again next week. All right. Thanks again, CJ. Uh, Playoffs. Playoffs.
yeah, we're talking about playoffs for the Wadena Deer Creek Wolverine boys hockey team. And also we're talking about it with the Wolverine wrestling team as well. It's that time of year where playoff season is just about to get into full swing. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to stick with boys hockey. We're going to talk with our Wolverine player of the week. It's Connor Davis coming up next on Wolverines Weekly. Wolverines Weekly, the only place to hear right from the Wadena Deer Creek coaches and athletes. You're listening to Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. Time now for another Wolverine Player of the Week, and we're joined by a senior on the hockey team. It's Connor Davis. Connor, how's your season been going so far? It's uh, it's kind of a bumpy start or a bumpy ending right now, but we're hoping to pick that up for section playoffs. And you had an opportunity in the recent weeks to get your 100th point. How cool was that? felt pretty good after all the hard work. It was a pretty disappointing game that I got it in, but for the most part, it was a pretty fun experience. But right now, we're pretty worried about section playoffs. And how rewarding is it to get that, putting in all your years of work? And did you ever think that you were going to get to 100 career points? I mean, younger, watching Max Phillips, I always thought about it. But I guess it's kind of crazy to think that I did I mean, after everybody, I've, like, Leighton Pettit, I played with him. It's just cool to see that I'm up with them. And what are your goals for the rest of the season? The main goal that we've really been looking at is going to the state tournament. And how much would it mean to get to that point? That I haven't even been in the MAC, and even being in the MAC, that would be crazy. And going to the um, state tournament at the XL the last couple of years, I can't even understand what it would be like to be there. What's it been like as a senior to get to play all these years with your teammates and with your coaches? Um, well, yeah, we have a little family that it's pretty fun to just, after practice, play some ping pong, have fun at practice, do some four-on-fours type of stuff, or like go play on the pond hockey or ice fishing. Yeah, we have a pretty fun time. And what are you going to miss the most about your time in WDC hockey? Definitely the people and the environment. I love the environment that we have in Wadena. I think we're a pretty tight-knit community, and it's fun to play here. It's our Wolverine Player of the Week, Connor Davis, a senior on the boys' hockey team. Connor, thanks for the time, and best of luck the rest of the season. Thank you. There's the final buzzer. Thanks for listening to Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. Tune in next Saturday morning for more from the coaches and players. If you missed any of the show or want to listen at a later time, go to wadinaradio.com.